Action Park Media. Welcome back to Entertain Her. I am Sarah Sanderson. Erica Cedeno. Yo, yo, yo. Aaron Coscarelli here. What's up, guys? Nazulai is away in vacation in Colombia. And follow her on her Instagram for stories because it looks amazing. So I'm mm-hmm. excited when she gets back. My mom was like, how was, did she get the stroller? How was the flight? How was the airport with the toddler? And I said, mom, I don't know. And she was, well, how would oh. you, why haven't you asked her? I'm like, I don't want to bug her. She's <laughs> on vacation. And I will find all of this out when everyone else does on her white down when she's back. Yeah. Is is Linda is Linda asking all those questions because she listens to our podcast or because she yeah, the podcast. What was the or I cut you off? I'm sorry. Yeah, I I don't know. I I guess that would there would I rather would not be another or how would how else would your mom know about that stuff? You're like, does she listen to the podcast or is she psychic? Maybe (laughs) psychic. (laughs) But maybe she's got a secret bestie relationship with Zulai. That's all, you know, like maybe. Yeah. But then she would know the answers to these questions. I <laughs> nice. Um, morning. Nice one. It's morning. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, welcome. It is um, Christmas. When you guys are listening to this, Christmas has just happened. I hope it was amazing. We are recording this um, actually two days before Christmas. So just deal with that. We can't just, you know, pump them out the night before and it's the holidays, but New Year's is coming up. We're really excited to talk about New Year's Eve and all the festivities and plans and what people do. So stay tuned for this. But right now we're going to get into the wind down. Wait, you know what? Zula's not here. I think we should say it. End of the year. End of the year. Let's do it. Ready? Okay. The, the wind down. Wind down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, we're all fired. We will leave that to Kevin Dillon. All right. I'm so excited to hear what's Never been going on with you guys this week. What's been up? Aaron's what has, what has not been up? What has not been up? You guys, I am on fire. Have you not watched the Harry and Meghan documentary on Netflix? I have. I have not. Is it good? Scathing. Scandal. You're getting everything. They are like vocalizing against the British monarchy. I've never, ever heard anything like this before. It is a masterpiece. Honestly, like my first thought was like, they're trying to avoid attention. So let's put out a documentary about how bad they've been treated by the British media. And I get it. Harry's upset and he has all the right to be upset because Look at what happened to his mom, you know, and now it's kind of the same thing as happening to his wife. I, I get it. So, but my first, I was kind of judgy against the documentary because I was like, they're trying to get away from all of this. Why are they trying to even set the record straight and tell their story? But then you watch it and you guys, I mean, my level of respect for Meghan Markle, how she has held herself and handled all of, all of this, like it's a, it's a worthy watch. I don't want to decide this for everybody and share my opinion, but um, like, I can't stop talking about it. So, and I, I'm like that same person too. I'm like, I'm so tired of hearing about this story. I am sick of it, but you really get entrenched into the way like Kate Middleton is portrayed in the media compared to Meghan Markle. And it's just, it's a worthy watch on why, 
this has even happened in the first place. So the British monarchy has a deal with the media. So as long as they're in the public, they're getting funded. They're, the, the British monarchy is funded by the people of England. So they're basically like it's a deal with them. And it's it's just it's really interesting. I didn't know all of that. And uh, you get that with this documentary. But Sarah, you're like re- you're chomping at the bit. You watched it. Were you as like jazzed as I am about it? No, <laughs> but let me tell you why. <laughs> OK, <laughs> tell me why. But first of all, when you watch a documentary, you got to understand that um, you're seeing definitely one side of something they're making, you know, that they're making themselves look as best as they possibly can. I absolutely hated the bow. Did you see her do her bow to the queen and how she was laughing and kind of mocking it? No. And, I didn't and Harry's that. face when she met the queen for the first time and she met his grandma, remember? And he's like, do you know how to curtsy? And she's like, I thought it was a joke, which I mean, I'm sorry. Let me tell you right now. I don't know a ton about royalty, but I absolutely, I'm pretty sure you're supposed to curtsy or bow when you meet the queen. Like, I don't think that's a joke or I wouldn't make a joke about it. That's, I think, what you do. So that's not a surprise. But anyway, she then uh, imitated what she did, how she did this long, giant bow and was really slow and then kind of like came up laughing. It was just, to me, disrespectful. They showed that on the documentary? They showed that, yeah. And then it was definitely in the press. It was in the press that people did not like what she did with that. I think, listen, I think there's going to probably be a lot of truth to the documentary. But again, who knows what the real truth is? That's their side. That's their story. Um, There's a lot of people saying she's lying about certain things, like her grandma I don't remember the full story, but supposedly she lied about taking care of her grandma. They're like, she's visited her twice. You know, there's just, who knows? So I think it was interesting to watch, but I took what they were saying with a grain of salt. Mm. Personally, that was my, my takeaway from it. And and it's good to have both sides, obviously. I know you e, haven't seen it yet, um, but I'm always sort of in the position of, you know, always empathizing with what I would deem not the victim because, you know, make it, but she just didn't know what she was getting herself into. And when you're like an American actress, how do you not know what you're getting yourself into when you're dating the prince? Explain that. Because you you're know? from America. You don't know all of Everybody those. Everybody in America knows how royalty is and behaves. No, and what she also, have- she also was living in Canada when and the queen's presence is all over in Canada it's on the money it's i mean i don't know i mean you probably don't know the details of what you're getting into obviously like any I'm, family you don't really I'm just, know but... i'm just saying it sounds like a fantasy it's like the Cinderella Cinderella story but you don't realize you're not just getting to marry a prince you're marrying all of this other responsibility that sounded like for her was really taxing because you're just getting you're just getting hit with so much negative criticism because that's what key like it was really interesting in the documentary they sued a publication because they leaked a private letter she wrote her father I I, I don't know was it who was it I'm not sure but 
Harry says in the documentary, he's like, they actually wanted to bait us to do this because it would actually sell more magazines or publications that there was a lawsuit happening. So they Mm -hmm. want to stir up controversy. They want to stir up drama that the fact that she was suing this publication because they did this illegal thing and exposed a part of her was actually a good thing for the publication getting sued because it was going to sell more magazines. Yeah. Listen, Mm. like I said, I think there's, I I felt really bad for her when she talked about how low and sad she was and they, she wasn't allowed to go talk to anybody or get help. Like, obviously that's hard to hear and listen to, but. And how about the racial component? Like, let's talk about that for a second. That's ridiculous, right? If that's Mm -hmm. true. And I'm not suggesting that, that I'm not saying that one thing is or or not. It's all basically from the mouth of Megan or from the mouth of Harry. But like, if that's true, that's also crazy. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was interesting. Watch. You should watch it, Erica. I'd be curious what you think. Yeah, I'll watch it. I I think I'm just so behind on TV because I never watch TV like ever. But because you guys have been talking about White Lotus so much, I gave it a chance. Yeah. Wait, season one or two? Well, we started with season one and we actually just finished that last night. So I'm excited to start season two. Nice. It took me a while to get into it, though. I hated it at first. Like the first four the first four or five episodes, I was just like, this is so dumb. They keep talking about the same damn thing over and over. Like, get over your hotel. You didn't get the freaking suite at the hotel. Who cares? <laughs> Wait, the first but, four or five episodes, aren't there only like six episodes? <laughs> whatever. The first two, they they just, <laughs> they just seem so long. <laughs> they seem so long. And like, they talked in circles and I was like, this is boring. And then what? I was like... And then I couldn't turn it off. I was like, let's go to bed early and watch White Lotus. So, um, and then of course you guys were a soccer family. So I have to bring up the damn world cup FIFA. Oh my goodness. Qatar 2022 Mbappe versus Messi. We were dying, like literally dying. It was the most amazing soccer game. We watch a lot of soccer, a lot of soccer. Best game we have ever seen in our life. Like we we didn't know what was going to happen. We were messy, messy and Pape. We were divided here at the house. Jackson wanted and Pape. I don't know why I wanted Messi Cause I wanted that for him so bad to start how he started and then to win to just, I don't know. I think it was the most beautiful ending, not saying that his career is ending because it's not, but that might be the last world cup that he plays. Maybe hopefully not. Um, but I was just in awe of him and his career. And he definitely is a goat. You know, it was always just like, who's better him or Ronaldo? And I'm like, I'm like, well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> What'd you guys it's, think? It's, it's so fun having a friend who is such a sports lover. Like I <laughs> vicariously was like checking in with E on like, you were like, oh my God, this is crazy. You were sending us videos of Jackson watching and it's like so fun. Like that's the fun, fun part. And it is a bummer because the World Cup's every four years. So it's like, yeah, you know, you get that stage in your career as a football football player. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like it is the Olympics where it's every four years in that particular discipline, right? Winter Olympics or Summer Olympics. Um, 
but I thought it was amazing. It was such a good game. And then it went to penalty kicks and yeah. Did you watch overtime Sarah? penalty Over- kicks? Oh, was the I did. I caught the end, which was the most exciting part. Um, although Doug kept being like, I hate that the game ends like this. Like he wanted them to keep playing. Like he's like, it, it is be like tennis and go on. I completely agree. I think it's so messed up because it literally is, it could, it's just, it's the goalie. It's, it's a guessing poor, game. The poor goalie. Which way, which way are they going to kick the ball? You know? It's, yes, it's exactly. Game. But no, it was so exciting. So exciting. So exciting. But, and Pape still has a long career ahead of him. So I'm just, I love him. He's literally the, I mean, he's been playing, he's a new player, really. He's not been playing for very long and he's already been able to do what Messi and Ronaldo have been able to do in in their entire career. So he's going to be just, he's going to be another level, but he has way more time. So I was just glad that it went to Messi this time. Oh, it was fun. Um, so on my, my update is, uh, so Isabella has gained two pounds and grew two inches. She went to the doctor, so she is growing. She's doing a good job. She's still, um, you know, tiny for her age, but she's catching up. So she's out of the preemie clothes. She's now in the newborn clothes and those are getting tight. So she is a growing. Um, but I also wanted to touch on, cause we talk about pickleball on here. So Doug, my fiance is now, uh, part owner owns a little slice of the Chicago slice, which is a new, uh, new what? pickleball team. Yeah. So that's exciting. Like I said, town. Yeah. They have six games a year, um, all over the country. So I'm assuming we'll go to, Oh, I don't know if I'll be able to go, but he'll go to those. Um, <laughs> I'll go to the ones I can go to. So yeah, it's really exciting. A bunch of Doug's friends were drafted this week. There was a pickleball draft. So all those people that he plays with, a ton of them are pros, which is pretty cool. Um, so go Doug. Wow. So yeah, Wait, we did Doug not- try out? Can Doug try out for the pros? I feel like he could make it. I don't know if he could try out. Um, he did not try out. I don't think he wants, I think, cause if you're a pro, you got to play like all, can even he, though he would love to play all day, every day. He wants to still work and write. Maybe he can just draft himself onto the Chicago slice. <laughs> I know. Right. Um, but our pickleball coach, Matt is now a pro pickleball player. He was drafted. Um, I believe, I don't wow. remember the name of the team, but I think in Miami. Yeah. So pretty cool. Wait, is this like a new thing? Like the pro teams? Yeah. Yeah. So Tom Brady and them, they announced um, maybe a month ago. I mean, a bunch of celebrities have bought these teams. So yeah, it's a new, new thing they're starting. Um, They've expanded and yeah, and it's growing. Pickleball is growing. So if you haven't played out there, go play, get ahead of the game because you're already falling behind. (laughs) Um, All right, let's get into- That's amazing. New Year's Eve. I hope everybody had an amazing Christmas. Um, and we are now going to talk about New Year's. I mean, what do you guys usually plan to do or like to do for your New Year's? It's always a mix. <clears throat> I'm always kind of like, dis- like disappointed by New Year's. Got to be honest. Um, it's a lot of hype. A lot of hype. A lot of, hi- lot of hype. A lot of expensive overpriced drinks and you know um it it ends up being exactly what you said Sarah for me which is it's I remember one year I went with Jen actually Jen Frankie was hosting did you go E I don't remember if you went or not 
Frankie was hosting something and uh, we went to Vegas. Never again will I oh. ever go to Vegas for New Year's Eve. It is a fucking shit show. Um, <clears throat> like, it's great if that's what you want. You know what I mean? But like Vegas to me is already a crowded, you know, lots of smoking and drinking. And that's great for me for like two to three days. But Vegas is, or New Year's is a whole nother, you know, like overstimulation level for me. But it was it was fun and I was young. And so, you know, that's kind of what you were looking for. But I just I literally remember Sophia Vergara was like in the booth next to us. There was an altercation with her ex-boyfriend. Um, was someone got into it with him? I forget who it might have been. And I'm just kind of like looking at myself going like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I didn't think I was cool. I really didn't. I thought I was like, why am I here? This isn't for me. Honestly, my favorite thing to do on a New Year's Eve is to just go to a party. Is to go to a party with people that I like or have a drink and really just keep it like cool and not high maintenance and um, have fun. Something, something like kind of like that. That for me is like my dream thing. What about for you guys? I was going to say before kids or after kids, because <laughs> it totally changes, <laughs> obviously. Uh, before kids, yes. I think E-Dog, you and I, many of nights for New Year's Eve, we would always do like the dinner and then go out and have a table at some club, uh, which was fun. And that actually was, you know, we, we got asked to do that this year. And I'm like, oh, I think I'm too old for that. I don't, I don't think I can do the whole club thing. Right. But yeah, I'm, I was just kind of not feeling the club thing necessarily because it's just too much. Everyone's like so, so close. And it's, and even, you know, cause of COVID there's a, it's not even COVID, but there's something going around right now too, that a lot of people are getting sick. And so I'm just like, you know, I feel like just kind of chilling. I love my favorite new year's though, is dinner. We had dinner at Mastro's in Malibu and we were there all evening long, uh, without the kids. And then also I love to do big bear e-dog member when we did big bear. That was, that was so fun. Was that really, for New Year's Eve, Big Bear? That was for New Year's Eve. We went with families. It was the oh, kids right. and Colleen and Sanj. And we went sledding. That was, that was my favorite probably. Yeah. And we just like drank yeah. during the day yeah. into the evening, mimosas, yeah. made breakfast, yeah. the quiches. Yeah. That's my favorite, like New Year's oh, and games. And games. E-dog. Yeah. I love you. That was my favorite New Year's too, because we yeah. had this epic cabin and we were surrounded by snow and we had these kids that like through their eyes getting to do these like winter sports and sl- didn't they go in the jacuzzi too we had a jacuzzi yes. i didn't go in there but yeah and they were playing yeah. like they were like throwing snowballs and it was it was so much fun making snow angels so yeah. that's now that's like my vibe i went from clubbing to uh making snowballs on new year's Speaking of snow really quick, we should talk about this massive storm that a lot of people just got hit with um, all across the country. There was 45 states on a storm alert. We were like one of the five that that weren't. But I mean, even in Chicago, do you know how, what temperature it might be there right now, Erica? I think it's like negative 30 or 20 or something. It will be. I yeah. Think- 
No, right? it's crazy. It's just like crazy. This they're saying this is like a generation storm. Like that's is so big. So I hope everyone's okay. I hope you have your power on. You're staying warm. So uh, that doesn't sound great. But yes, a lot of people got hit with snow. So they'll be doing some throwing some snowballs, having some <laughs> snowman. I mean, that's so fun to make snowmen. Um, you just reminded me, I definitely used to do the big bear thing for New Year's a lot because there would be a bunch of us that would rent a house. And um, and it was so fun to be in the snow. But for me, okay, my New Year's have definitely changed um, with COVID. Obviously, New Year's was not happening. So we got all dressed up, but then Doug wore pajamas and we did like a little photo shoot in the house with the animals. And that was our, I remember our that. New Year's. It was so cute with some champagne. Yeah. The and then I was trying to like, Doug, Doug wants to go to bed at night. Like how many of you guys do the nine o'clock East coast time, New Year's of watching the ball <laughs> drop on TV and then going to bed? Cause apparently that's a thing. People do this. Doug did not want to stay up till midnight. Well, at that time we didn't have any kids. He's just like, we, we don't go to bed at nine. I'm like, it's new year's. No. And I was trying Wait, to like pop to poppers. So then did yeah, he say I was trying to pop nine. poppers? He did reluctantly. There's a video I should share from that new year's. Cause I'm like trying to make the party happen. I'm like dancing and he's just sitting on the couch high. And then I'm like, let's play with the poppers. And he's like, I'm like, you want to pop one? He goes, no, (laughs) I'll share the video. Um, This new year's obviously we are not going anywhere. My mom is here though. So hopefully I'll have a little bit of champagne, but my favorite new year's is very Hollywood. Um, It was before I lived in LA and I got invited to the Playboy mansion. Did you guys ever go to their new year's Eve parties? I think I did actually. One year. How do you not remember if you did? I, I <laughs> she had a honest... lot to drink. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'm like, this is my favorite <laughs> New Year's ever. Let me go into detail. And you're like, you know, I feel like maybe I did that. I can't remember because it wasn't that important. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did one year, but now I have to, re- I'm going to try to re- remember because okay. I, I done every party except for Mardi Gras. That was the only party I did not do there. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I will did. walk you through my memory of this favorite New Year's. Maybe it will jog yours of what it was like. But so <laughs> maybe for we me, were both there together. Okay. Maybe for me, what was so cool is before I lived in LA, like I had never seen a celebrity, I don't think. And you go to the Playboy Mansion, and this was like the height of the Playboy Mansion. Um, they're everywhere, you know? So it was just like, oh my God, there's Nat from the Peach Pit at 90210. Remember that guy, <laughs> like the manager? <laughs> like, and then like Nicholas Cage was there, the Owen brothers, like, I'm, like everyone was there. And it's this amazing tent that they do in the backyard. It's done to the nines. It's like they have a big balloon drop that happens over the floor. They have a giant clock that is counting down the New Year's. They had confetti fly everywhere. Everyone is dressed up in gowns. Like it was a ball and their food was so good. The desserts were so like, it was just like a sight to see. And it was so cool. And I just remember thinking like, this was the most fun New Year's ever. Obviously my New Year's are very different from that now, but um, just, you know, actually being in a place to do the countdown with the clock and everyone going 10, nine, and like you're with hundreds of people. There's something just really cool about that and feels like magical. And then the balloons and the confetti fly everywhere. And you're like, happy New Year. Anyway, that was my, uh, that was my New Year's that I liked. 
No, and why that, don't they I throw re- any parties anymore? I'm so bummed, right? About well, he di- he died. He's no well, longer. I know, with us. but somebody else could throw them. It's just the house is probably just chilling there. No, I actually. I it seems they, like it oh, is under it? construction because I drove yeah. past it and it looks like it's under construction. Yeah. I don't know who, who owns it now, but yeah. I'm pretty epic. sure I am confusing the new year's party with Hef's 80th. Okay. So I did was that. there, was there a countdown and a clock? <laughs> and, that, and that's, and that's where I'm like, I don't re- recall that actually happening. So I would go to the playboy mansion in college. Cause I was at USC and I was in LA and I don't know. I thought I was cool. Um, but you're absolutely right. The countdown with everybody around is really cool. And it jogs something. I wish one year I would just like to do times square. That's it. I know yes, that's off. what I was going to say. Yeah. But that would, that be would cool. be, yeah. that would, that would be a bucket list. That's pretty cool to do that. It sounds like that would be so fun, but at the same time, really cold, but also fun, but cold. Very. Yeah. Just dress warm layers. Yeah. But I do love New York at this time of year. The decorations in New York are just so gorgeous. Um, So I do love the holiday season in New York. But so are you guys big on, you know, New Year's resolutions? I know some people hate them. Some people love them. Some people stick to them. Some people don't. What do you think of New Year's resolutions? I love the idea of being intentional of what you want your 2023 to look like. Right. And we're so excited because we're going to get Brianna back on sometime in January. And I think I hate the idea of a resolution because right. We all start in January and we're like, I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to eat less sugar, drink more water or whatever the thing is. And then you fall off and then you, you know, you fill your brain with shame and guilt and you hate yourself. But I really think what I've been doing the last year definitely is what is an intention and a self-reflection that I want to work on or, or rather a feeling than this thing I need to accomplish. And then I, I may not, you know, accomplish. So for me last year, my word, so I come up with a word and I ask everybody this, I'm like, what's your word? And, uh, one gentleman told me his root, his word was root was root. Um, My word last year was peace. My second half word was safety. My word this year is going to be truth because I am discovering I've been a people pleaser. I say yes to a lot of things. I don't really, you know, have good, strong boundaries historically. um, And that's changing. So, yeah, I do. I love being able to look at the year ahead get really excited and go, this is kind of how I want to be um, intentional with my time. And I keep bugging you guys about a bucket list because I really think like looking at the year ahead and going, this looks cool. Kentucky Derby. Ooh, that's awesome. Stagecoach. I've always wanted to go. I'm going to put that on the list, you know, and then figure out how to plug and play and really make those types of moments actually happen in your year so that you're not just sitting on the sidelines waiting to get invited or you're actually making a plan and you're executing. You know, what's on my bucket list in 2023 to leave the house. (laughs) Yeah. Have you left yet, Sarah? Have you, uh, my mom is here. So I I've been able to go to acupuncture a couple of times and I did run some Mm. errands, but the second she leaves, um, I don't know when I'm going to get to leave the house because Doug has yet 
to change a diaper. To change a diaper. <laughs> Stay tuned on the diaper watch. I will let you know. And you know what? Feel free to hit up his Instagram. Say some stuff. Let him know he should change a diaper. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm like, all those places sound amazing, Aaron. I'm not going to be able to go to any of them. You got to unmute yourself. I think you're muted. You know what we should do is like a bet. Like what month of 2023 will be the month Doug Changes ties on a diaper? A diaper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with March. Putting March I'm, on the calendar. I'm going with he's not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll I'm see. I'm going with September. September. <laughs> September? Well, I think it's, up, it's really up to Sarah. It's like, when will you decide to tell him, hey, come in here? Yeah, exactly. You need to force him. You can't make force somebody it. to change a diaper. You can't do that. I but mean, also, <laughs> you got to make sure he he like does it. I don't know if I feel confident that he'd make it on, put it on right. Oh, gosh, here like we go. Blowout. This is what I'm happens. Just saying, with, I'm just with saying. moms. They're like, no, it's fine. You you don't have to do it because you can't do it as good as I would do it. If you're going to go check it <laughs> Listen, anyways. <laughs> right now you are setting the pace. So you have them get involved now. Make your life easier. But that yeah. does, that's what, that's what happens though. E-dog for real. Like as soon as they start doing stuff, then you're either checking it or doing it over again anyways for a while. And to- <laughs> I had a girlfriend, I had a girlfriend, it wasn't even the husband, um, who had a lot of help. And then when it came to like taking the baby out and figuring out the car seat situation, it was like, couldn't figure it out because never happened. So it's like almost worth doing the hard stuff now so that you can, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm just, (laughs) who the hell am I? I have no kids, (laughs) mind you audience. So I'm going to pump some brakes here because uh, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. But that well, is even, true. even last night I was, I had this cute little Santa hat on her, but we had taken it off. And so I was holding her and we're going to take a picture. I'm like, Oh, put the hat back on. And the way he was doing it, like it wasn't going to go. He's like, it doesn't fit. I'm like, it fits. <laughs> it was just on like, I was like, hold on, I'll do it. Like, But he just couldn't physically do it. But anyways, hopefully you change diaper. Hopefully I can follow your lead and uh, make a bucket list of places I want to go and do uh, in 2023. I hope 2023 I mean, it- is going to be a good year. You know, we had, yeah, we had, I think, well, for me, this was a good year this past year, a year of change and growth, but two years before that, man, pandemic, we would never saw that coming. I remember I was so sick with the flu right before, like right when Kobe Bryant died. And before COVID really hit and I was sick, I was like, oh, this sucks. But little did I know like what was coming. <laughs> oh yeah. In a month, <laughs> in a month, your life's going to stop and you're going to sit at home. Like it's still crazy to look back and see, and to think about of all that. It, it is not lost on me what we've been through when I go out and I see people at like Whole Foods and they're not wearing a mask or shopping. And I'm like, oh my God. Remember when we all couldn't see each other's faces and we were wearing masks? I mean, I was a psychopath. I, I'm not kidding you. I would go out and venture in a shield. I mean, I looked like I was entering Outbreak, you know, that movie from like the 90s with Dustin Hoffman. I was like, I would change my clothes before stepping into my house like a straight psychopath. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> to be come from those times where like now I'm, I'm, I'm actually 
met with gratitude and I smile and say hi and actually interact with people. And it feels like I'm a human again. And it really does bring my spirits up, you know? So like, for instance, I was at Whole Foods yesterday and someone came up to me with a clipboard and was like, Hey, can we talk to you about so-and-so? And I'm always like the asshole that says no. But then I, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to say no, but I'm also going to ask this gentleman's name. I'm like, you know what? I'm not today, but thank you. What's your name? His, I'm Kyle. I'm like, Kyle, how are you doing today? And he was like kind of upset that I didn't sign his petition, whatever. But I'm like, <laughs> whatever. Hi, Kyle. Have a great day. My name's Aaron. See you around. He's like, listen, Aaron, I don't want to talk to you. I just want you to sign my petition. I got to make my numbers. Okay. <laughs> I don't want this small talk. <laughs> he was a little rejected. It was very cute. I mean, not, you know, it was funny. Oh, poor Kyle. I hope he got his signatures. I'm the same <laughs> with those. And they're like, hey, do you have a second? I'm like, I really don't know. And keep walking. Unless same. they're the Girl Scouts. If it's the Girl Scouts, I stop and I buy stuff. It's really hard. Like, don't you feel like when people come at you and you're like, you, you, you're not lollying around at the grocery store. You're there to get something and then leave. You know what I mean? So it's not like the place you can stop me, like maybe a coffee shop would be different, but I'm going to the grocery store to pick up 12 items and I got to hustle the hell home. The last thing I want to do is hear about some situation in the, in Sacramento that needs to get, you know, figured out. I'm like, you know what? I'm not the right person for you. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> also, I, I remembered I had a thought before when you were talking about, you know, what we would wear with all the masks and stuff. When I first flew, I think it was, oh. I went to, I went to fly to shoot a Christmas movie and I was terrified. Like I almost was going to turn the movie down. Cause this was, I want to say this was August, 2020. So it had only been like four, four or five months, you know, of the pandemic at that point, which sounds crazy now to say it's only been that because at that time it's probably like, Oh, it's been forever. But I wore goggles to protect my eyes, <laughs> two masks, and a shield like I oh, couldn't breathe <laughs> goggles like swim goggles no like these yellow like glasses goggle things but you know they have the same protect your eyes like that it could come through your eyes but yeah it was um do you have a picture of this I absolutely have a picture of this yeah. I'm sure it's on That's my amazing. Instagram but I'll yeah. have to show you guys you. did you guys wipe down your groceries that was the best too yes of course <laughs> of course but it was terrifying to not know what, like you're afraid of everything instead of not like being afraid of certain things. It was like literally everything you were scared of. But anyways, not to make this as a, a pandemic uh, podcast, but this is just a look back at we had no idea what was coming because I was actually in Cabo for New Year's that year. We're like 2020. This is going to be great. Having no idea. Um, but high hope. I have high hopes for 2023. I hope 2023 is amazing for everybody. I hope that these viruses go away somehow. I hope everyone's healthy and everyone's dreams come true and their bucket list wishes come true. And uh, I don't know. I have, that's my New Year's Eve wishes for everybody. And I don't have a, I'm forgetting the word again. Resolution. Resolution. Oh my gosh. I have mom brain. Okay. I'm very tired. Um, <laughs> I don't have a resolution this year. I thought, I mean, I guess, I guess my are just in the, survival mode. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, and my, my words, my words would be to let go. I feel like that's always something that oh, resonates with me. Cause I always kind of 
try to control things or I get anxiety. I just need to let go. Things will be what it's going to be. Figure it out from there. Love that. Let's relax. That's a good one, Sarah. I like that. Uh, cause I am very type a controlling myself. So, but I feel like my resolution's always the same. Unfortunately, I kind of say, I'm going to start, you know, with working out three, four times a week and just being more intentional about getting things done. Uh, not, not necessarily work cause I'm really good at that, but just personally. And, um, I feel like I start strong and then a few months in, it's just doesn't happen. So I think I like that E to just think of a word and maybe live more in, you know, like con- connect with that word. And then maybe things will kind of just happen easier for me instead of like writing down a bunch of things that I need to be doing and then just always have that word in mind. So I'm going to think of that word. Thanks for the advice. Brianna's uh, workbook will hopefully help with um, getting you to achieve more, even personal goals and your habit tracker each month. Um, Yes. That should probably help out. I started writing in my, like a five minute gratitude journal. And what's really interesting is if you do it consistently for, I've even done it for a week. A lot of the things it says in it is what could have made today better you know, what are you grateful for? And what could have made you? And a lot of times that's a great way to look back and go, okay, these are habits I want to add, you know, like movement, more time for me. Um, you know, and just like looking back at how my day was energetically and where I can fit in things that make me feel better. Um, you know, like I don't do well when the first thing I do is get up and do something for somebody else, because then I don't actually look at my day and have my day blocked out with intention. Um, so I think it's just looking at how you navigate things, how you handle things and where you can put in. Like, I think for you, E, you do a lot for everybody else. You're always taking mm-hmm. care of the business and the kids and, you know, there's not time I mean, this is a lot of, this is a lot for women. They don't take time for them because we're emotional creatures. We're caretakers. We go to someone else. And um, I don't know. I think manifesting more you time maybe is, is, is something, I mean, I know you do all your self-care. So what should my word be me? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I got to think of something different. What if it's like your inner child, like taking care of your inner child, um, like taking yourself out on a date, giving yourself a bath, um, you know, I don't know, like doing your favorite things that you love, like, cause you take care of your children and mm-hmm. then thinking of yourself also as your inner child, like the little you, maybe mm. the, I don't know. I feel like you don't like it. I, I like know. that. No, it could be, it could work. She's like, I have to mm. think about it. It's going to take, it's going to take a little bit of time. I think. But are you going <laughs> to take time for you to think about it? Yes. Um, yes. By the I'm way, your I'll tell you hair, next Erica, your hair looks good. I, I was going to say it? that. You did you get great. it dyed? I did. I darkened it because I couldn't stand it. I, I, it was way too light for me. It was like trying to be blonde and that's not who I am at all but it's going to go darker than this. Even I'm going to keep like the lightness to it, but then I'm putting low lights back into it. 
And I like it straight. I guess I, maybe that's what it is. I, ha I haven't really seen it straight because you do those really pretty curls a lot, but it looks good. Really? I think it looks like thin straight. <laughs> no, whatever it is, it looks good. Thanks. My hair's in a bun. I'm like, I got on my Christmas sweater. That's the extent of me getting ready for you guys. Sorry. <laughs> um, all right. Well, cute. thanks. I hope everyone's had an amazing holiday season. You had a happy New Year's or have a happy New Year's. And we will hopefully see you next year. Ooh. Right. This has been yeah. this has been almost a year of entertain her. I am Sarah Sanderson. I'm Erica Cedeno. E-dog coming at ya. And I'm Zulai Hanau. <laughs> Bye, Bye Zulai. Um, all Bye, right. Guys. Bye, you guys. Happy New Year.